Hello, everyone. Welcome to HRWorks COVID-19 update. We really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to join us. I am the host of HRWorks, Jim Davis, and the editor of the HR Daily Advisor. Uh, with the mass migration towards working from home, more employers are depending on digital devices and the internet for essential information for everything, both in and out of work, a trend that had begun well before the pandemic. Um, yet many website services and digital tools are not accessible by people with disabilities. And that may mean that your employees are having difficulty completing their work, using their tools, um, and, and a number of other situations as well. And that just increases your liability. And we're here to uh, today with a, an expert and attorney, Connor Eversole, to discuss what sort of building awareness about the issue, what you can do. Um, Connor is an attorney at the national law firm. Paul Estel in corporate law. He has been helping businesses navigate the growing issue to help them comply with digital guidelines under the Americans with Disabilities Act. Connor, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Jim. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, when people think of disabilities, they probably traditionally think of, you know, kind of unfortunately, but they typically think of someone in a wheelchair or someone with a obvious physical disability. And we know that that's not very representative of people with disabilities. So many people have hidden disabilities. They don't broadcast that they have those disabilities. Um, and I don't think a lot of people really consider the digital aspect of those disabilities. It's only been recently that things like video game consoles have come out with game pads specifically designed for people that don't have you know, your typical hand configuration. And that's about the extent of what I've heard of people doing anything to make things accessible for individuals that have these challenges. So could you just sort of discuss what the challenges are um, and, and what, you know, the concept of online accessibility is? Of course, you know, and at a high level, you know, in the last couple of years, courts have seen a, a substantial rise in, in plaintiff driven lawsuits. And these lawsuits are claiming that websites, apps, uh, video games, videos, are being are inaccessible by people with disabilities. And that renders them in violation of the ADA. So many businesses are surprised to learn that they might be in violation of federal law and are unsure how to shield themselves. Uh, and in fact, a recent study revealed that as many as 98% of websites are not equally accessible by those with disabilities. So to your question, you know, online accessibility in general is is the online equivalent of what the ADA already protects. Like you said, you know, people in wheelchairs, you know, uh, people with um, visual impairments. So in the online space, that means, uh, you know, features with colorblind mode or subtitles in videos and video games, high contrast viewing options, uh, or web pages that might be read by text-to-speech programs. Yeah, that's a really good point. I've actually, I want to be able to interact with my phone while I'm driving without obviously using my hands. So I've gone the route of trying to get some of those tools that they have for visually impaired people so I can sort of just have a conversation with my phone, you know, hey, can you read me the news, stuff like that, that isn't built into, you know, like Google Assistant or other other um, assistants. Right. And it is just so difficult to use and it's just not, it's not worth it. I mean... Every time that I've tried, I think to myself, thank, thank God I don't have that challenge because I don't know how these people would even set this up, right. let alone use it successfully. 
Right. And that's the problem a lot of these uh, these people are facing is, you know, so many websites or apps or, or, you know, whatever technology you want to put out there are not accessible by these programs. Uh, and so what are they left to do? You know, one of the one of the main solutions or not the main solution, but a solution is uh, file lawsuits. And that's what we're seeing. In some of the materials that you sent over before we had this conversation, you mentioned that you know, plaintiff-driven litigation on this topic was already increasing before before the pandemic. I can only assume that it has increased even further since then. Absolutely. Uh, you know, in the last couple of years, there was a there was a major case um, brought by a visually impaired person against Domino's, uh, claiming that their website was not accessible by uh, their screen reading software. And Domino's lost that case. And uh, since then, since COVID, you know, as more and more people rely on websites and apps for shopping, uh, for work, for medical, you know, medicine, for information, we have seen an increase in the amount of the uh, these plaintiff-driven cases. Yeah, I remember when that happened. It was, it was talk about you know choosing the wrong hill to die on. You know, right? They could have at any point just so easily just said, okay, well, we understand. You know, we're going to make a change. They had they had the finances to do it. Instead, they you know did what so many organizations do. They doubled down. Right. Well, it, in some sense, it it uh, might have been cheaper for them to fight that fight than try to revise their entire online presence because that's a problem a lot of these defendants are facing. Is uh, for those who are in control of their websites, many aren't. Uh, but for those who are, like Domino's. It's an extremely expensive and time-consuming process to uh, to fix these websites or apps. Yeah, an unfortunate casualty that happens far too often. Um, let's talk about what the current standards are that are set forth by the ADA regarding online accessibility. Are there such standards? So well, this is the problem, and this is the defense that Domino's raised was currently there are no standards in the ADA for online accessibility. Uh, and that's been the argument of many defendants who've, who've had to defend against these lawsuits. Um, it's been left to the courts largely to define their own standards. And many have landed on, uh, it's called the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines, uh, which are commonly known as the WCAG guidelines. Mm. Uh, and this is a set of guidelines that was developed by an international correlate, uh, cooperation, coalition um, of organizations, you know, interested parties uh, or government organizations uh, who've all come together and set these standards for online accessibility. And courts have consistently pointed to these guidelines as the gold standard of what ADA guidelines should should look like. And how are these um, cases playing out in, in courts? Uh, do they tend to favor one side or the other? So. The courts are definitely favoring plaintiffs in these matters, and, and most of these cases settle out of court before it reaches judgment. The reason for this is because uh, courts generally say you need to bring businesses, you need to bring your website into compliance with the WCHE guidelines, uh, and many businesses know this, so it's easier and cheaper to just settle the case instead of fighting it all the way to the end and receiving the same result. Uh, that that same problem popping up again. It makes you wonder what will it take for people, for employers to take this seriously, uh, if anything. Right. I mean, it's 
most, and that's what I mentioned earlier, most websites are not in compliance and most businesses don't know that they're out of compliance with the ADA until they receive a lawsuit. Um, and, and that's what we're finding is that they don't even know it's an issue until they're sued. Uh, and then they're saying, okay, what guidelines are we being held to? They look to the ADA and there's nothing there. It's one of those things where, unfortunately, the laws tend to be the thing that are that guide these kinds of protections. You know, it's unfortunately true that if we didn't have laws to protect workers, all the different various, you know, safety and, and discrimination laws, people would still do those things. They would have safe environments and they wouldn't treat their employees fairly necessarily. You know, and for this is a problem you run in with HR uh, issues all the time is that people will just meet the bare minimum of the of the the legal requirements to be compliant, and then they consider that well, job's done. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's yeah. a lot more at stake here. I mean, the this year at least we've seen a a heavy increase in the discussions around diversity, inclusion, and equity, mm-hmm. and you know, okay, so maybe you, it's cheaper for you to settle out of court if something happens and now you don't have to spend a bunch of money getting all of your tools up to date, but you also just created a situation that isn't safe or or fair for a certain percentage of your employees and they're part of a community and they have a voice and they'll talk to others. It's not a position you really want to find yourself in if you care about your company culture, if you care about having values and if you care about retaining your employees. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Well, I think that's about all the time we have for today. But listeners, please join us next week when we're going to continue our discussion with Connor. Specifically, we're going to look at a proposed law called the Online Accessibility Act, uh, what that might mean for employers should it pass. Connor, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you again next week. It was my pleasure, June. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Listeners, please check back next week for the next episode of HR Works COVID-19 Update. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter at HRWorks Podcast. Feel free to leave any suggestions, thoughts, ideas, or just to say hi on there if you'd like. Thank you for listening. This is Jim Davis with HRWorks.